Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Oh, that would help if I added, added us to the screen again. So anyway, uh, welcome everyone to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Billy Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm one of the co-hosts. To my right is the real MVP of the Super Bowl, <laughs> oh, at least of Super Bowl parties, <laughs> Dustin Henry. Dustin, how are we doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing well, and uh, thank you for that very uh, flattering info intro. You flatter me. The, your chili was a big hit, by the way. Everybody loved it. I made a touch too much roasted red pepper soup. <laughs> I froze a lot of it. I'm going to be eating roasted red pepper soup for the foreseeable future, and I'm just happy that I don't look like a scene kid from the early 2000s anymore. My hair was cut. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I had an extra day to recover. Uh, got to hang out with my mom and my dad yesterday uh, a little bit. So um, other than that, things are things are good. Things are good. We're just letting the, 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 the events from Sunday kind of sink in a little bit. We need a day to digest not only our, our Super Bowl food, our excellent Super Bowl food, but also... The game, the commercials, the halftime show, all the events that went on mm-hmm. during the Super Bowl. But before we get to that, we have to remind our friends and family, friends of the No Credentials Required family. Uh, I don't know what I know. What, we get a nickname for the for the No Credentials Required fans. Credheads. Uh, cre- <laughs> Dude, there it is. There it is. We need to remind the credheads out there. There about we go. Our social, media, our social media channels right down below. Twitter, Instagram, and, and now again, scarcely used TikTok at no REQ, Facebook.com forward slash no REQ, YouTube.com forward slash at no REQ. And please, we want to remind you to please like, comment, share, and subscribe to all, all of our social media channels. We are. 347 subscribers on YouTube. 
we want to get to that magic tree fitty because uh, I have something special planned for our tree when we reach the tree fitty mark. So we got to get there. Got to get there. <laughs> got to get there. On the podcast side, on the audio side, if you're listening on the audio side, subscribe to the podcast on a myriad of podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker. The soon to be a part of Google Play, wherever you podcast, leave us a rating. Five stars is the preferred amount of stars we need you to rate and review. We want you to review the podcast if you're on a podcast platform that allows you to review the podcast. Leave a review. We might even read it on the air. And because this is a live show currently going on live on the No Credentials Required YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages, on replay on YouTube, the Belly Up Sports YouTube, and Rumble. We want you to engage with the show. We want your comments. And Dustin, I know uh, it's been it's been a week. It's been a tick, but I know you want to hear that magical, magical sound. Always. And the cred, and that's always requested by the cred heads. It's true. All the cred heads want want the sound. This is, this is the cred. It's the cred heads' favorite song. I got a couple more, but you know, we'll play we'll play the magical tune. That's right, folks. Engage with the show. Again, it's a live show on 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. Again, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, on replay, Billy Up, Billy Up Sports YouTube net, YouTube channel, and on Rumble. You can leave us a comment if you're on, watching on the replay. So, we're going to talk about this game, the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the game itself for the first, first uh, segment of the program. And, you know... Dustin, I'll, I'll, I'll let you let you uh, let you lead off. What's your what's your overall thoughts of the, on this particular Super Bowl? Well, my thoughts on it are: you, Patrick Mahomes, he did what he does. You can't leave in the Patrick Mahomes slash Andy Reid era. You cannot leave the Chiefs' time on the clock. It just you you can't do it because they're going to find a way to score. Um, largely my, my first reaction when you asked me about this game is honestly, I did not find it to be with the exception of the overtime period and maybe the fourth quarter. I did not find this to be a very memorable Super Bowl. This is not Mm -hmm. going to be one that we're talking about, um, for years and years to come. And apropos of nothing before I really dive into my thoughts on this game, which candidly I was hosting. I was trying to be the host with the most. So I didn't see as much of it, but I saw like the majority of the game because we got the food prepared before the game. Thank you to everybody who came. I was glad to have you. Thanks to everyone who brought food. You all know who you are. Some of you may be watching right now and special shout out to Derek Ragone giving me a wonderful surround sound system before the game. It brought my living room to life. Now, but can we say, while we're on the subject of TVs and sound bars and, and surround sound systems, can we stop posting the videos of the fans of the losing team smashing TVs, please? I'm tired of seeing it. I don't, what goes through your head how does that solve your anger or your rage at the fact that your football team did not did not uh, win the game? 
I do you know how many collective TVs I would have smashed if that was the way I reacted after Super Bowl XL? I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> People do it probably probably in the world we live in. People are doing it for social media views. They probably got like a backup TV for, and and are smashing it, whatever. But I just am tired of seeing it every year after the Super Bowl. The, the OG of the videos of fans of the losing team flipping out for me was that AFC championship game, the Baltimore Ravens versus the new England Patriots. And one guy lost his ever loving mind when Justin Tucker missed that kick. One of the rare misses by Justin Tucker. And there's a guy in a Ravens Jersey whose voice reaches an octave that I did not think it could reach to me. That's the OG of the videos all these other ones of people smashing TVs and stuff, that they're just also rants now. Um, but if that is how you process a loss, I feel sorry for you. Hats off to the Niners. They played well enough to win, but I do think I do think that the narrative could shift on the Niners. This was their opportunity to get it done. Um, you have to wonder, I'm starting to wonder if the Niners will be broken up in some capacity, whether everybody's going to be able to return. Um, but as for the game itself, like I said, it just wasn't, I, I think it was three, nothing for a very long time, right up into halftime. I believe Neither, uh, it was 10, it was 10, three at the half. Oh, 10, three at the half. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so there the, was the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs kicked the field goal at the, towards the tail end of the first half. Cause it was, because it was scoreless at the end of one. Yeah, that's right. And zero, zero. Then, yeah. San Francisco, uh, Jake Moody had, at the time, the longest field goal in Super Bowl yes. history with that 53-yarder. Then McCaffrey gets that touchdown from Jawan Jennings. By the way, the sec only the second player in Super Bowl history with both a passing touchdown and a receiving touchdown in the second game in the, in, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The first was Nick Foles. Okay. Yep. That's right. I remember they showed that that graphic um, with the with the Philly Philly plays with the yeah. Philly, Philly play in Super Bowl forty three fifty three. I want to say. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. A few the years ago. Yeah, yeah. The numbering scheme gets all. Carson Wentz was still on the team then. It was it was a while back. Yes, uh, it was Carson Wentz. Actually, it was Carson Wentz going down with a torn ACL that made the way for Nick Foles. Yes, and the Eagles went and that. The Eagles went in that super run, no pun intended. Yeah, uh, that first magical. Super Bowl in 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 the, the first Super Bowl in team history. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Not to plug the belly up Super Bowl pre-show that we did. No, no, did no. Please do Saturday. Please do. <laughs> but I think the game went exactly as a lot of us thought it might. You know, uh, I thought it was going to be an offensive explosion, so I'll call myself out there. I was wrong, but I also did say that Steve Spagnuolo's defense has been the MVP for the Chiefs, you know, and, and a lot of us were talking about how the, the defense are the ones that got it done for the Chiefs this year, not really the yeah. offense. And um, the game was a defensive battle in, in certain parts, um, I was confounded because it seemed like, to my opinion, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, I don't think the 49ers used Christian McCaffrey enough. I don't know whether it was him getting shut down by that Chiefs uh, defense 
Or and I and I do think I think the deep the defensive line of the Chiefs was able to get some some key pressure on on Brock Purdy, who, in my opinion, did not have a great game. He didn't have a terrible game, but he didn't have a great game either. But it kind of matches the whole vibe of this Super Bowl overall for me. It wasn't like I said, it wasn't an instant classic. The fourth quarter and overtime that was that was entertaining. Um, but the rest of the game just didn't have the didn't have the pop that I thought it would. Uh, my prop bet did, did pay off, but that was only because of the fumble by the by uh, that was recovered, and there was a turnover, so that cut the opening drive short. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like you. I, this this was very reminiscent of Rams Titans in '99. Very reminiscent of that because we thought if you go back all the way back to the not that Super Bowl, I remember it distinctly because that I think that was a I think that was a second year. My brother, my sister-in-law lived in lived lived towards uh Luther Forest in Boston. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. And that's what that was our first uh their first they had a townhouse they, they lived in. So they had they actually just bought a giant big screen tv like it was, at the time a big screen tv like 40 inches like ooh 40 inches but this is not just a, this is a 40 inch tv now this is a 40 inch tube tv so oh, it weighs a freaking ton yeah <laughs> need a forklift to get it in there it weighed a, it weighed a metric ton that's how heavy that dang thing was but i remember going over there and watching the game with them and it was a surprising it was a surprisingly tough you know, it kind of uh, you know, the, with with the offense that the Rams had. I mean, it was tough. It was a tough defensive game because mm-hmm. you figured the offense the Rams had that at that time, the greatest show on turf. It was going to be, it was going to be a very, it's going to be a very offensive affair. And you had Steve McNair, Eddie George, yeah. and the Titans. You, th- you thought to yourself, you might have thought to yourself, oh, this is going to be a very, it might be turn out to be a pretty high scoring game. Mm-hmm. It didn't. The the only. I think there was only three touchdowns scored in that game, or three or four touchdowns scored in the game overall, um, and had that epic ending with uh, Kevin Dyson trying Dyson, to yeah. stretch out for the goal line, and he just missed it by that much. Um, but it was that kind. Of, it was that kind of game. Mm-hmm. It was that kind of game. It was low scoring. It was. If you like defense, you like this game. And I and I thought to myself, I I said to a friend of mine. Uh, at another chat, another chat, I, he said, "How? Oh, how do you think the the game's going to play out?" I said, "You know what? If, if the if the if the 49ers can tighten things up on defense, because they had a really bad game in the in the in the NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. I think they t- if they tighten things up and they play like they did in the, in the second half of that game in the NFC Championship game, they have a chance." And I was right, and I was right because yeah. they had the they had the Chiefs against the wall several times in this game. Uh, they had ten nothing lead, which, by the way, Kyle Shanahan once again blows it a ten point lead. Yeah, both as a head coach and up and, and, a coordinator. A, and an offensive coordinator and a coordinator. It's mm-hmm. the third time it's happened in the Super Bowl to him. But regardless, you know, you gotta you gotta hand it to the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'll give credit where credits due. I was listening, what listening and watching uh, uh, Cole Johnson and Drew Willingham show Total Football Talk this morning. And Drew said it best. Both teams left it all out in the field. They exhausted mm-hmm. all their resources. They did all the things they had to do. Now, 
San Francisco led in time of possession, but just barely. But the Chiefs seem to could seem to do more. Yes, with what they had. And Mahomes threw for over three for threw for literally three hundred thirty three yards, um, and he was also their leading rusher. He, he actually his he had nearly four hundred yards in total offense by himself. He had three hundred thirty three yards passing and sixty six yards on the ground. He was their leading rusher. Yeah. And part of it was the fact that they used that one play in the I think it was the third or fourth quarter that the 49ers did not see coming. Did not see coming at all because they didn't see that on tape where, where Mahomes you know, bootlegs out and then bootlegs to the right and then sees a hole and turns it upfield. Yep. The 49ers didn't see that on tape. They hadn't run that play. I think it was Tony Romo had said yes. they hadn't. They did not run that play all year. So the 49ers literally did not see that play coming because they didn't see that in their tapes Yeah, to prepare that, for this game. That was Andy Reid going deep into his pocket because they don't run that play. And you're right. It was Tony Romo. because And Tony Romo, you know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about his announcing. I don't mind Tony Romo mind on it. the game. I don't mind it either. I, 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 like, I, like, I like it. it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we're in agreement there. But he said, I think his exact words were, the Chiefs don't run this play because they don't want Patrick doing that. They don't no. want him going straight up the middle because he could get clocked. He could get his clock cleaned, you know. Um, but clearly it was working because you could almost see the point. And I liken this – bear with me for a moment here. I know a lot of people have a lot of thoughts on – LeBron James, but I will say he does have a little bit of those times that Kobe had or Jordan, of course, had them where you can tell he just gets this mindset where he's like, okay, I'm going to take this game over. I remember a game in his much younger days, his first run with the Cavs when he was playing the Detroit Pistons and the Pistons were up. And that was the team that had Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, you know, Chauncey Billups. Those, mm-hmm. those Pistons teams were good. And the, the Cleveland Cavaliers had, like, lost to him the previous year in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think. I don't know. I'm going mm-hmm. off the memory, which we know sometimes could be a little wonky. And yeah, okay. so, anyway, I remember watching this game, and all of a sudden LeBron just starts scoring at will. He just – he wasn't passing to anybody. He was scoring points. And I remember thinking to myself at the time, if he can do this – why doesn't he decide to do this like every night? You know, that was my personal thoughts as a much younger man at the time. I think I was still in college or barely out, depending on the timeline. Mm-hmm. But Patrick Mahomes, I felt like he did that in the fourth quarter. He started running more. He started, you know, I just got the sense that he was like, I'm going to win this game. And I think that's what he that's what he did. He kind of because Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco was not running as well as no. he had previously. Nope, the Chiefs, nope. the Chiefs receivers, uh, the drops did rear their their head a couple of times, a couple of times. And it just seemed like Patrick Mahomes said, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a key throw to Travis when we need it, which Say what you want about Travis Kelsey and everything. He he played well in this game. He was there. He he played the role of Patrick Mahomes' safety valve, which I've taken to calling him. But I got the sense that Patrick Mahomes said, okay, I'm going to take the offense on my back right now, and we're going to go win this game. That's how it felt to me. 
I don't know if you agree, but it felt like there was a shift where he's just like, okay, nothing's working. I'm going to run it, you know? No, no. I, I mean, some of his runs were, to be fair, under duress. Because mm-hmm. the pass rush, the pass rush of the 49ers was working to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. It was working to an extent. And they got him out of the pocket. They got him rolling out of the pocket a couple times and forced him to make bad passes. He threw that one bad interception at the beginning of the third quarter, which I thought if the 49ers could have capitalized on that, it would have been an entirely different game. Yes. Like credit where credit's they did due. nothing with that. Yeah. Give credit where credit's to the Chiefs defense, like they have been all playoffs. They have all season long, especially in the last half of the season. That defense showed up at the right time. That mm-hmm. defense showed up. I said, "Okay, they we they forced a turnover on us. We got to get the ball back," and that's what they did. They got the ball back, and I mean, granted, the Chiefs started or at that point. The Chiefs started at their literally their own one yard line, and that beautiful punt and coverage kick, that coverage. But it was kind of back and forth for a bit. That's, and in the fourth quarter, the third quarter is when you start to see the, the tide turn. And part of it was that I, it was a muff on special teams. It was that muff where the Chiefs punt the ball. It hits – the ball hits the foot. It bounces off a foot of a 49ers, uh, 49ers player named Ray Ray McLeod one of the best names in pro football, by the way, yeah. <laughs> uh, tries to make something of it and try to pick it up, and he can't hold on to it. And then special teams comes in. And that was a that was a play that I think turned the tide for that game. Is and when when in the muff the, the the unfortunate bounce off the foot, which turned into a muff, which turned into a fumble recovery. Chiefs go in, they score, and it's a brand new ball game. It was a brand mm-hmm. new ball game because at that point, things were starting to, yeah, things were just starting to, 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 uh, to progress for the Chiefs, and Mark Marquez Valdez Scantling gets that touchdown reception, one play. That's all it took. The, yeah. the fumble recovery, one play. 49ers, to their credit, responded on the next series with Juwan Jennings getting that, uh, Juwan Jennings getting that touchdown from Brock Purdy. But then we had the we had the block on the conversion by Leo Chanel. He blocks the blocks the extra point. Chiefs could have gone up one by one at that point, but then it gets but it doesn't happen. It winds up being tied at 16. The teams trade field goals. We go to overtime. And the in the overtime period, there was there was speculation. There was speculation that a lot of the 49ers didn't know about the new overtime rules where they go downfield, they kick the field goal. Chiefs can get the ball back. This is the first, I think this yep. is the first, this they was do. the first game since the new overtime rule was put in place after 2021. I want to say, cause I was at, cause I was after the epic chiefs bill game. Yeah. In Arrowhead and the divisional. This is the first time we had this. We've had the rule come into place where, if you get the ball first, kick a field goal, game doesn't end. The game doesn't end. You can go. You can give it right back to the other team, and they can score a touchdown, and win the game, or tie it to take it to to keep the game going. There was speculation that a lot of the 49ers players or the coaches didn't know the rule. 
specul that's that's speculation. I guess Cal Shanahan came out today and said, "Nope, we knew the rule. We knew it was, we knew the rule. We knew we knew this was we knew this was supposed to happen according to the rules committee because of the new new overtime rule for the playoffs." But the Chiefs apparently had practiced this situation over the course of the season. Like they knew they were going to be at this particular point in the season. And it was going to, and if the game would go to overtime at any time in the playoffs, mm-hmm. including the Super Bowl, they had this situation in mind where they give the ball to the other team. They knew they let them have the ball first. They knew if they could score, or at least if the other team scored a touchdown, or at least the defense could hold the other team to a field goal, which is exactly what they did. They knew what they could do to go down the field, score a touchdown, and win the whole dang thing. And that's yep. what they did. That's what they did. And the pass was to Kadarius Tony. That you know. <laughs> oh, no, which, am I thinking of it the was, wrong? It was former. It was former New York Jets great Nicole oh, Hardman. Nicole. So what am I thinking? Did they run a similar play? They am ran. A, they ran the exact same play last year to tie the score at thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That little sheet motion, and then Mahomes bootlegs it, and they run that short route to the outside. And actually, no, that, no, that was a that was a play that uh, no, that, that was a play that that Tony scored on last year. Yeah, they must, think, they must have run it multiple times. Yeah, I think I I think so because that's where I was getting my wires crossed because I knew they had run it before, but that's right, I could not forget because you and uh, you and you and Scott, I think, both said, "Oh, Nicole Hardeman," and then yep. you know you had your comments about his ten tenure on the Jets. Memorable so though it yeah. was, yeah. <laughs> I think receptions with the team, and that was pretty much it. And they traded him for, traded him, sent him back to Kansas City for a sixth round pick in next year's draft. And yeah, guess what happened? He wins the Super Bowl again. So yeah, there he is. Must be nice. Must you be know. nice. <laughs> and um, but that's the thing. Yeah. So I stepped all over myself. Again, and I can't believe that we mentioned the 1999 Super Bowl without me getting a Frank Wycheck reference in there. That would be the perfect place because he was on that Titans team. But anyway. I, I heard Stan Weish was also a coach. Of that <laughs> yeah, team. he was a special teams coach at the time. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I did enjoy the fourth quarter. I did enjoy overtime. And I always find something to enjoy about the Super Bowl, notwithstanding XL. No, even XL was a nice experience because Schmitty, if he's watching tonight, because last time I mentioned his name, he popped right up in the comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and a bunch of my other friends, they they had a little – you know, they had a little setup for me. They all they all uh, acted like they weren't rooting for the Seahawks, but they I went over to his house to watch the game with him and some other people, and they had cupcakes, so like Seahawk cupcakes and stuff. It was mm-hmm. very cool. So even I have I have fond memories of that Super Bowl, despite what happened during that Super Bowl. I always find something to enjoy about the Super Bowl, but for me, this year's Super Bowl especially was more I. I didn't really care. I just wanted a good game, a close game. Yeah, I didn't same. care about the outcome. But for me, this year's Super Bowl was much more about the company and and you know making sure everybody had what they needed and you know and the squares. I was hoping that uh, you know that maybe one of these years I've been hosting the I've been hosting the Super Bowl in some form for the last 
almost 13 years and I've never won squares one time. <laughs> so, so I was hoping, but, but it was, it was nice because my name was actually mentioned towards the end of the game. I was like, Oh, Oh, that's one of his squares. And I'm like, Oh, this never happened. Yeah, so, yeah. I think it was when it was 1916. In yeah. Overtime. Yep. And I'm yep. pretty sure you were, you were hoping and praying that that's how the score would wind up. I was um, hoping. I was hoping yeah. who doesn't who doesn't like a little extra cheddar. I was hoping for some, but uh, hey. but yeah, I just there's there's nothing that sticks out on, to me unless you're a Chiefs and or Niners fans. The Niners fans, I've seen some of it today, talking about how they got screwed, a couple no call holding penalties, and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have a little bit of that. So the Niners fans, they'll remember this game. The Chiefs fans will remember this game. They'll find something. Uh, they'll find something memorable about it. But for the rest of us, this will not go down in the annals of history uh, as great Super Bowls. Honestly, from, from this Super Bowl, my biggest memory will be the Dunkings commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about the ads in our next segment. But yeah. you no, know, it wasn't. It wasn't good super bowl but it wasn't a bad super bowl yeah it wasn't yeah. it was i mean unless you're kansas city chiefs fan there's nothing really to write home about in this game it was mm -hmm. a slow slow moving first half both teams committed turnovers at the worst at, while driving towards the end inside their other opponent's red zone i believe because the first possession of the game that was uh, christian mccaffrey fumbled yeah i think that was just outside the red zone but then the Chiefs go down the field. Chiefs get a fortuitous opportunity. They go marching down the field. Pacheco fumbles inside the inside the five or the ten, and all of a sudden you, you see you see this this cut of Travis Kelsey chewing out Andy Reid and bumping into yeah, him. Yeah, bumping him. Yeah. Not only is chewing up, but bumping him. It made it made a great meme. I mean, that's <laughs> how I made the announcement that we're going to be back tomorrow night uh, on Twitter <laughs> on our Twitter channel. Um, but I, I guess, uh, I guess Andy Reid was said, you know, all, all is forgiven, especially since they won the game, you know, it, it's an athlete. He's in the heat of the moment, you know, we're, we're just guys competing and we're just trying yeah. to get the job done. And I understand if he was, if he was heated, but, but I guess he, he wanted to stay out there for that particular play. Yeah. He, I, he was mad. Yeah. I'm guessing because it was the tight end that caused that because the, the, the tight end that was in Kelsey's place uh, had a little trouble blocking and um, that, that caused that turnover there. So I'm thinking part of it was Travis probably felt that he could maybe block a little bit, a little bit more efficiently, you know, not, not, not taking shots at this, uh, the tight end that was in there at the time he's in the NFL and I'm sitting in my house talking into a microphone. So, Hey, <laughs> You know, but, <laughs> yeah, but we're fans. We're 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 allowed that right to talk about the game. We're allowed yes, to talk about of course. what transpired. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I said, it made a great meme, and you know, people are still using it a couple days afterwards. I mean, I made I made one of you know why did why did J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy kill off Han Solo? Uh, that was one of mine. That was one of the minds I made of Travis Kelsey yelling at Andy Reid. Oh yeah. <laughs> so why did JJ Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy kill off Han Solo? <laughs> which is which is something I'm still wondering about today myself. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. All right. So we'll 
we'll take a quick commercial break. Before we do that, let's, let's go to the comment section. It's pretty active tonight. Of course, sat in the chiming in with sports ball. Our sports ball comment. She she gave me the inspiration to either create a new segment or okay. rebrand. No credentials required. Okay. To to call it this week and sports ball. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good idea. But that sounds like that sounds like a segment to me. A segment uh, or a spinoff? Yeah, a spinoff of the show because because now that we have now that we have the cred heads, strap yes. the rocket to us. We're going. We're going. <laughs> we're going. We're going higher. You, us, and all the cred heads out there, we're going with you and because Come of on you. Long. Come on, stop Let's go along. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, she also gives us the pink wa- pink hand waving, as well as Jersey G. Julie from Michigan says hi. Hello, she also Julie. says the Lions beat the Chiefs. Just saying. They did. They did. Week one. That, Week one. That was all the way in September, Julie. None of us were alive back then, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she also says must suck to have a great first half and then implode in the second half. Ooh. Yeah, you you wouldn't know what that's like, right? You it, Shade, shade, yeah. shade. Oh man, Julie's getting shady. She's also a little. She's also got the Mortons because it's a little salty. Jersey uh, G says, "Okay, but the guy has done this to Coach Reed several times before." Look, Jersey G, I get it. You're a BYU fan. Andy Reed's a BYU guy. Look, I get it. I get it. Well, and while we're on the subject, shout out to Andrew Reed. Glad, yes. glad you're healthy. Yeah, <laughs> glad you're okay. Speaking of Drew Willingham, he says, "What's up, fellas? Oh, there What's he up, is. Drew?" The he man. also says, "He also says this weekend sports ball is already taken." Dang oh, it, man! Dang it! All right, then we'll make it a segment. If we if we Let's put it in it the segment. show, if we put it in the show, they can't stop us. No, I think it's referring to John Boy's uh, things you might have missed, but that weren't really paying attention to. <laughs> like that's that's a that's a thing on his channel. I, mm-hmm. I like it. I've watched it. It's good. It's good. It's a good segment. Not a good segment, but a good. Uh, it's a good video that he does. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about the ads and we'll talk about Usher. Oh, here we go. He says, make it a segment and you'll fly under the radar. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Jersey G's are fanging herself. I, I, I promise if Coach Reed wasn't BYU alum, I'd have the same reaction. I get it. Yeah. Well, I you and me it. both, Jersey G, because I was talking to Ryan before the, uh, before the game and I, I said, you know, uh jason kelsey very cool travis i got some different feelings <laughs> yeah travis travis can take a long walk to down a short pier <laughs> all right so oh man travis is not going to be a cred head after that one he, no he's not he's, he's already turned off the show he and tay tay and their cats have uh have retired for the night <laughs> all right we're stick around for more no credentials required right after this message Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, you can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event, we have the tickets. 
All right. I know. NFL season's over. You're sad. I'm sad. We're all we all get the sads. But that's okay. Other sports are going on. But not only just sports. You've also got plays. You've also got comedy shows. You've got concerts. You've got musicals. Culture is all around us, folks. Not just sports, but outside, like like music and comedy and drama and all that kind of stuff. Where can you get yourself some sweet tickets at some sweet prices? Go to SeatGeek.com, and when you enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, for first-time customers, for new customers, you get $20 off your purchase of $50 or more. So let's say, for instance, you want to go to a hockey game. Boom. Go to the go to SeatGeek. Look at the seating chart. Look at all the tickets. The green circles, the green dots in those sections mean you get the best price in those sections. What do you want to go to? What if you're, you're in Florida or in, or in Arizona? Spring training starts tomorrow. You want to go to a spring training game? Boom. SeatGeek. Look at the seating chart. Green dots indicate the best price as possible. And you get, a dis- adi- you get an additional discount on your ticket with promo code BellyUpSports at checkout. You get $20 off your first order of $50 or more. And like the handsome man in the voiceover said, SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. So, let's about the rest of the Super Bowl. And we're talking about the Super Bowl ads and the halftime show featuring Usher plus a cavalcade of other R&B superstars. But let's talk about the ads first, Dustin. I thought they were kind of boring. I did too. I did too for the most part. To me, Dunn Kings was the MVP. That one... And upon further review of, because uh, I've watched it a couple times, and there's an extended cut out there, and I've watched that. The extended cut, it's got some stuff in it, but not, you know, the the the. But for some reason, in that moment, when Ben Affleck said Tommy touchdowns on the keys, and it cut to Tom Brady on the keyboards, <laughs> I lost it. But the real <laughs> magic of that ad to me was Matt Damon. Being like playing so well to be disgusted yeah. to be there. It was sometimes it was sometimes best. it's really difficult. Sometimes it's really <laughs> difficult to be your friend. <laughs> yes, or he's like, "How do you like them donuts?" I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> then you I, the J-Lo. Look at the J-Lo. We talked about this. Yes. Yes. To me, that was um, that was the MVP of the commercials. I don't really remember. Many more. And see, the thing is, I feel like there's been, and I wonder if you agree with me here, Ryan, and anybody who's watching, anybody in the comments, chime in. But I feel that like Super Bowls of your, you know, like the, the, when we were growing up, there were mm-hmm. multiple commercials that everyone would be talking about the next day, yep. everybody. Mm-hmm. And there were, there were so many. And it was the, it was, you know, you're wondering, the Budweiser Frogs, the Waz Up, you know, all the kind of Bud stuff. Bowl. The Bud Bowl. Remember yeah. the Bud Bowl? The Bud Bowl, yes. I was always the rooting Bud for Bryant teams. Star quarterback? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there were so many that everybody would be talking about. You know, usually there was always a Doritos one in there. Doritos mm-hmm. could usually get you talking. Yep. I feel like the commercials have gone down uh, over the last, I'd say – I'd say maybe close to a decade or so. The commercials just haven't been yeah. 
what I remember them being. And, and maybe part of it is I'm, I'm growing up. Maybe I'm not as focused on the game as I, as I used to be sometimes because I'm up, I'm running around, I'm talking to people, the, the, the host with the most I was trying to be, I'm just trying to be, but I just feel like there aren't that many memorable ones anymore. That's why the Dunk Kings one was such a breath of fresh air for me because I would, for me, it was completely unexpected. And part of it is the internet too. You know, sometimes you might catch an odd commercial on YouTube before the Super Bowl that you think is really funny, but then then the the surprise wears off because you see it in the in the Super Bowl and you're saying, "Well, I've already seen this before." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, to me the commercials were they lacked they lacked humor, and like you said, Dustin, it, it, before it, it just seems like. A lot of companies are afraid to take a chance anymore. Part of it is that they don't want to. They want. They don't want to. They don't want to touch sensibilities of people. Yes. The other part of it is that they're trying to sell. They're not trying to sell a product. They're trying to sell their virtue. And you saw. You saw some. I saw some ads that were kind of like that. The Volkswagen ad was one of them. Oh, we're going to EV. Yeah, we know you're going to EV. Everybody's going to yeah, EV. Yeah, everybody's got it. Yeah. I think personally I think it's a fad, but you know, it, it, people people some people like EVs. Good for them. Let them drive EVs. Mm -hmm. uh, the he gets us commercial and full, he gets us commercial. Full disclosure, I am I am a believer. I'm a Christian. I go to church. I go to small groups. I, you know, we talked a little bit about it at the Super Bowl party. That there were some things I disagreed with in that commercial that I could dive into a little bit more, but this is a sports podcast, not a theological podcast. Yeah. I'll, take the Monday, I'll take the Monday morning quarterbacking, sermon quarterbacking for another time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there were three commercials that kind of stood out well, three and a half, actually. Dunk Kings was one of them. They were actually selling the suits that, not the, not the suits that Ben and, and uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Dimon wore, but they were actually, selling the suit the track suits the jacket and the pants they, they were sold them separately on Dun dunking uh duncan sites oh, um, man. but upon further inspection looking at the suits it had the boston had the boston yes. red sox logo yeah had a couple boston teams logos i'm like nope nope i can't buy this i can't wear this. i know i, wear this I know it says it, it says boston like embroidered on it at yeah. least when i was watching the commercials so and 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 you know, we I'm have blind by the pinstripes. I'm blind by the pinstripes, as as yes. Ben says in that commercial. I'm fully, I'm fully on board. I'm, I'm, I am blinded by the pinstripes. Can't yep. help it. <laughs> yep, it's true. It's true. And we have a PSA on our show related to Boston. So I mean, we could and, not. And I will, and I will play that <laughs> PSA right now. Even though he's not in the, he hasn't checked in. He's not in the chat. I will play <laughs> that PSA. Where is it? There it is. The following is a public service announcement from Wise El Jefe. Boston. This has been a public service announcement from Wise El Jefe. I think we're going to be using that a lot in the upcoming baseball season. I'm pretty sure if you show up in the chat, he'll also say F Duncan Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's the other thing, you know, controversial take. I know I'm going to get some heat for this, but I'm not a 
I Dunkin' Donuts, I don't mind the donuts. There's companies that I think make better donuts, but if you put a Dunkin' Donut in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Like like Duck Donuts? Yes, Duck Donuts, Bellinopoly, great local uh, mm -hmm. bakery here to the Latham area. They got the best donuts in the area, in my opinion. Skyler Bakery in Waterbleet also has very good donuts. Cider mm. Belly. We got we got a lot of good uh, local donut places. And, and if any of the any of these fine establishments want to sponsor, no credentials required. We're more more uh, yeah. than welcome to us. You can find you can follow us on our socials. <laughs> DM says uh, DM. Slide into our DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Serious inquiries only. No, <laughs> but you know their coffee, however is another matter entirely. I am not a fan of their coffee. Not at all. And I'll just leave it at that because I have very strong feelings regarding Duncan's coffee. And I'll be drinking Invader only on this show. But Duncan's coffee, no no, no bueno in my opinion. I, I wonder if there's going to be a clapback commercial by Starbucks with uh, <laughs> well-known Seattle athletes or actors coming out like, like chris pratt comes out and uh, by the oh don't forget the pringles commercial was good too which one was that i'm trying to remember chris pratt oh okay as mr Pring as mr pringle as mr pringle yep yep yeah. okay i'll give it i'll give it to mario i'll give it to mario yeah so don't forget about that um so dunking's chris pratt pringles uh the christopher walken bmw commercial was pretty funny too he was laughing about that. I forget if I was taking some trash out to the garage or what, but everybody's laughing. You were, in, you, were you were, you were indisposed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was one more commercial. Oh, the bet, the, uh, the bet MGM commercial with uh, Vince Vaughn and Tom Brady. Not Tom. Anybody? Can oh play yeah, the Tom not Tom Brady. Brady. That that one was okay. Where it's like you can play, but not Tom. You. Ooh, God bless you. Yeah, I muted that one successfully. We're not there you go. But uh but yeah, that so that one I did like, and I think it's a little, you know, I might be overthinking the room here, but I think it's a little synergy that the Bet MGM was saying anybody but Tom Brady, and then later in the Dunkings commercial, Jennifer Lopez ceremonious unceremoniously dismisses everyone with the exception of one Tom Brady. So I might be I might be uh, overthinking it a little bit, but that seems like a chestnut checkers move to me. So, so <laughs> I'm gonna throw this uh, Simpsons reference out there. Uh, it reminds me of the 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 everyone can play except Tom Brady commercial. Remind me of the Simpsons episode where Homer becomes the stone the chosen one for the of the stonemasons club. <laughs> and because of because of the birthmark he has. Yep, the stone and cutters. Then, the stone cutters, yes, the stone cutters. I'm sorry, the stone cutters, yes. And by the end of the episode, they formed their, uh, they they had uh, they got sick of Homer saying, "Oh, we should help the neighborhood because of the insistence of Lisa." You, I hate Lisa. Uh, <laughs> on her insistence to help the neighborhood, and not just be an exclusive boys' club where they decide who wins the Oscars and who wins the Super Bowl. I think the stone cutters, the stone cutters, they're the ones. Who created the psyop for these for this uh, Super Bowl? They won the Chiefs. That's true. That's true. So at the end of the episode, they for, they decided to form form the No Homers Club, 
and by the end, Homer says, "Hey, what about that Homer?" Yeah, it's no Homer's Club. We can only allow only one Homer. So <laughs> that's what the Tom, the Tom, the the uh, M, the Bet MGM commercial remind me of that. But there's one commercial that only showed for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. But if you go to YouTube, I'm gonna play it for you right now, Dustin, because I said don't watch this oh, commercial. Yes, watch the full right. commercial. I asked if you watched the full thing. You mm-hmm. said no. But this is probably this. I, I I was hoping they played this commercial during the Super Bowl, but unfortunately, it was only during halftime you saw it that you saw it, and it was only a thirty second spot. It wasn't the it wasn't the full minute and a half. So I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen. I'm gonna play that spot for you right now. What again? I gotta mention uh, this is for free and fair use, and it's also being played on YouTube. So YouTube, if you strike us, that's your damn fault. <laughs> on Paramount Mountain, the stakes get higher. I mean, I, I can't get that thing up there. If it were a football, I'd be able to reach the top. What about a football-shaped head? We throw the child. Gutsy call, sir. Smart thinking. What? No, that's dumb thinking. He's not throwing Arnold. Throw him. Hey, do you want an immunity idol? What? You can't throw a child at a wall. Baltimore, shut your face! Unless you put to freeze to death. I'm not going to throw a kid. Not built for the moment, I see. Oh, to him. And Creed's here. Watch and learn. Dang, he's cool. It's the fifth quarter, and we need a hole-in-one before the seventh inning stretch. Be brave. Pip-pip. Hike! Can you take me I just threw him higher to a place where we won't freeze. <laughs> he just threw me <laughs> So close. How are we going to get up there? Now, if there were only someone made of pigskin. Bingo. Oh, dear. All right, I will say, I will say the full version is better. Yeah, that was, yeah, that I, was I, 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 Levac and guys had mentioned that show. Shout out to them. Um, they were at Super, they were at Radio Row last week, and you know, uh, it, was, it was good to see them there back there. Um, I sent guys the full commercial. He's like, What is going on in this commercial? I'm like, It has everything, it's got everything, <laughs> it's got. Drama, it's got comedy, it's got knuckles, it's got creed. <laughs> a very deep voiced knuckles. I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Lennon, throw him, throw him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Tom Tom Lennon, I didn't know you had uh quite a back tattoo you got there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now full disclosure, I, I am I do like Creed. I've I, I saw them. I've seen them twice in concert back in the day. That was back in the day. Um, but apparently they're on tour again this year. They're doing a summer of 99 tour. 
Yeah, this is a, they're like having a moment. You know, we were talking about it. It goes all the way back to uh, what team used them? Texas Rangers. They, they played right. higher after every victory during the uh, postseason. Yes. Home. And then the Minnesota Vikings were doing it when they had that. They started out terribly, and then they had that five-game uh, win streak right before Kirk Cousins went down. You know, that, mm-hmm. that they were playing Creed as well. So Creed's yeah. having a moment here. They are. They are. Good to see old Mark Tremonti and his Paul Reed Smith back on the mountain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, Tremonti's never really left. You know, you no, know, he had Bridge, Alter Bridge, yeah. His own band called literally called Tremonti. So yeah, yeah. One of the best one of the best guitarists of our era, that's for sure. Rock guitarists of our era, that's for sure. Now, speaking of music, the halftime show. Yeah. Eh, it was yeah. all right. It wasn't great. Wasn't yeah. outstanding. There were no mal- wardrobe malfunctions, which is kind of unfortunate, but uh, <laughs> or fortunate if you're, you know, if you don't want to see certain artists drop their drawers or expose their boobs on TV. Um, your impressions, Dustin? Yeah, you know, I think part of it had to do with, um, you know, maybe I have to recalibrate some things on the on the sound system, but I do have to give Usher one major tip of the cap. And that is, it was extremely obvious that he was actually singing and talking live. So I have to tip my cap off to him for that because you don't see that much anymore. Mm -hmm. But he was not using, at least for the lead vocal, he was not using backing tracks. And the man can dance. But that's kind of where it stops. I was Mm -hmm. not awed by this performance. I There's nothing... You know, I remember the year Katy Perry uh, was performing at the halftime show. There was a whole like left shark movement and like everything, yep. you know. So that, that became a actually might have been that actually might have been uh, Pat Seahawks. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's why I remember it. Hold uh, on. Research. But then I blacked out and I blacked out after what happened at the end of that game. I thought we were going to have a helmet catch. Two, because we did with Jermaine Curse. We had a helmet catch two, and it could have been their moment. But don't get me started on yep. that game. Yeah, it was Super Bowl forty nine. Okay, Super Bowl yep. forty nine was when the Patriots. That that was the play. That was yep. the play. That was the play. Where you where you blacked out? But yeah, I did. I did. I did. But yeah, it it wasn't quite. It wasn't quite uh, Lady Gaga. No, jumping off the 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 side of the build of the of the stadium. Um, it wasn't Bruno Mars at the no. New York Super Bowl. That was an ex- that was an outstanding performance. I wish he. I, I was like, I said to myself after that performance, I said, that dude should be at every Super Bowl from now until he dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Bruno, was that good. Yeah, very good performance. Um, and I'm trying to think of some other uh, memorable ones, but this one I even liked. I mean, last year. 50 Cent got a lot of flack and everything, but I love that having like Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, you know, the whole that, that I thought that was very. Well, that's, uh, oh, that was two, two years, ago, years ago? I don't it, know. I can't remember. So Probably remember, was two years ago. Yeah, I remember LA two years ago. That oh, was it was with Rihanna. Dr. Dre. Oh, Rihanna, Rihanna was last, last year. year. Okay. That's yep, what it a preg- was. A yeah. Pregnant. Rihanna from yeah which I thought she did a lot of I thought she did a very good job but I mean I got a thing for Riri Riri if you're out there hello 
Um, <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, it's not. Um, it just didn't. Like I said, major props for him actually singing live. I respect him for that. He's got moves, but it just didn't do it for me. Just didn't do it for me. You know, oh, I, one performance, but one band I would love to see at Super Bowl, but it will never happen because 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 now we're doing all these throwback performances. Like last year was Rihanna, this year was Usher. Mm-hmm. So like they're reaching for the demographic who was listening to that kind of music back in back twenty years ago. Yeah, but NFL, I've got an idea for you for Super Bowl halftime show for next year. If you ever decide to play the Super Bowl in Europe, whether it be Munich or Berlin, maybe even London, I'm going to recommend Rammstein for the <laughs> halftime show. Because if you've never watched, you've, you've never seen the video of Rammstein live with all the pyrotechnics and crazy stuff that they do on stage, you're missing out. It's like, yeah, their music, their music requires a certain musical taste, like, like mine, full disclosure. I'm a, I'm a, Closeted metal. I'm a closeted metal head. Oh, you don't have to be closeted, man. You can come. You All can right, come right out. All right, I'm out. I'm out and proud. I'm a metal there we head. Go. Rammstein. Guy, come on, come on, and I felt Roger Goodell. I know. I know you don't. I know. I know performers don't charge these days for halftime performances because it's all sponsored. But come on, Rammstein, sponsored by BMW. It makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, and I I could throw out a couple, you know, uh, shout out to a a, a woman I went to high school with. She's got a very good band. If you're in the Nashville area, check them out. Alana Royale, they, they, you know, they do like, they do a great job. I know she would crush it at the, uh, at the Super Bowl, but, uh, and they're also touring. So check them out. But um, I, I would also like just, just go a little bit, like you said, they're reaching for a, a certain demographic, but just go a little off, off brand. Like I would love to see them be like, you want to bring back older acts? Like give it, give us some Iron Maiden in there or something, you know, <laughs> something a little, we, we can have Eddie dressed up as one of the football teams coming out, you know, it'd be great. Or I, thought, or, I got, no, wait, I got it. I got it. Next time's halftime, next year's halftime show. Actually, no, the next time the, the Super Bowl is in Dallas. We gotta run it back with Creed during the halftime show. Oh, I remember I don't know if that. I remember Thanksgiving, nineteen ninety-eight or ninety-nine. Yeah, I'm Thanksgiving halftime performance ever. That ever. Was, yeah, that was a good. You know, it was a good one. And, and they, they played. And they it, played higher during that show. Yes, I remember <laughs> that one. I remember that, and he. I think uh, old Scott Stapp was wearing a Cowboys jersey out there. He was. So. He was wearing. I think he was wearing a Drew Bledsoe jersey that day. Oh man! Oh yeah, say. that's Hang right. On. That takes Hang me on. way Real time research. Creed. Let's see. Creed. Thanksgiving halftime show. So I'm Let's trying see. to remember when Bledsoe played for the Cowboys. So it might have been like '03 because when didn't he? No. I'm trying to remember because did... it was 2001, not 1990. Okay, that was going to be my next guess was 2001, but then I thought he was on the Bills at that time. But no, I think he went to the Bills. I think maybe after the Cowboys because I think he was only on the Cowboys for like a year. 
I'm trying to remember now. My Drew Bledsoe, uh, he's making no, wasn't, wine now. Because Drew Drew Bledsoe was on that uh, 2001 team. He was he made he paid his injury paved the way for Tom Patrick Brady to be a nightmare in our sports lives for the next 20 years. I mean, yeah. I mean, greatness, greatest of all time, yay! Well, he wore number 11, but I'm trying to find. So, okay, so it was his own. It was his own Cowboys jersey. He had his own name in the back. So no, he wore number 11, but he has own name on the nameplate on the back oh okay all right stop yep. that's right i uh sorry about that everybody i don't know if anybody heard it hopefully not but my amazon device started randomly playing music i don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah so no copyright strikes there uh youtube it wasn't wasn't our fault wasn't yeah our fault. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so next year at this time we'll be talking about the super bowl that's going to happen in New Orleans. And I'm trying to remember the next let's let's look at the next couple Super Bowls. Bowls by year. So no, I want the Super Bowl cities by year. So next year it's gonna be in New Orleans. Okay, big easy. What, what could we do? And I don't know where 2026 is going to be. Hang on. Up to World 2025. And well, next year for next season is going to be in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And the following season is going to be in Santa Clara. And they haven't announced Super Bowl 61 yet. So 59 New Orleans, 60 in Santa Clara, 61 TBD. And please award please award it to Dallas so we can run it back with Creed at halftime. Thank Oh, all right. So I think we're going to wrap things up at this point here. So I just want to remind you about our social media channels, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, right down here below. Not, it's at NoCredsRQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsRQ, YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsRQ. And please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to all of our social media channels right down here below. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you can podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, the soon-to-be-departed Google Play, Good Pods, wherever you podcast. Leave us a rating. Five stars is preferred. And if you can, on a platform that supports it, leave a review. We might even read your review on the air. Programming note, no show this Saturday. I will be heading down to Suffern for the afternoon. Or for the morning, excuse me. So we won't be able to we won't be able to do our uh, regular Saturday brunch. And I believe the following Saturday, well, we won't have a brunch a Saturday brunch either. So we'll be back on this Tuesday at eight next Tuesday at eight p.m. Eastern. Well, what we promise we'll have a game plan of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> the NFL is over, so we got to fill in some. We got filled some spaces in. Maybe we might we might do a segment. We might we might even debut this week in sports ball. Next, oh, there we next go. Week. Hey, next week. So one. stay tuned. We'll, we'll we'll try to announce on social media, whether it be on the Facebook or the Twitter or the Instagram or the even the TikToks. We don't know. We'll figure it out. So yeah. in the meantime, you have been uh, thanks for tuning in to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. For Dustin Henry, I'm Ryan McCarthy. We'll see you here next Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. 
But in the meantime, we'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Shout out to the cred heads. I'm going to make it a thing. <laughs> Sports ball. <laughs>